570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, Rodney, we continue on. Uh, bandana Fred and Rodney P. <laughs> Own it. Own it, Fred. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I want to be called Bandana Fred going forward. <laughs> I'm serious. We should change all the images. Oh, Bandana Fred. Is that possible, you're gonna, Kevin? You're going to start getting bandanas sent to you in the mail. That's right. I'm you man- know how big, big stars, rock stars, R&B singers and stars, you know, get panties sent to them? By, by women out there, you're going to get bandanas sent to you. <laughs> <laughs> Bandana Fred. Send them in now. <laughs> yeah, Eric Dickerson has given me a lot of names since he's been on the show. Yes. But for whatever reason, Bandana Fred's yes, it just, did. just it anointed you, Bandana Fred. Yeah. You want me to get you a rap track that when you walk, it plays too? You want that? You want Riding Dirty <laughs> by Chameleon Air every time you walk? <laughs> no, instead, pull Weird Al's version, White and Nerdy. Yeah, I think that's probably more. That don't. <laughs> You know, don't do bandana Fred like that. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that. Uh, all right, we're giving away UCLA USC tickets sometime this hour. And uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to explain the possible playoff scenarios for the Pac 12 championship. I'm glad you're going to do it. Oh, I'm going to go through it and we'll figure yes. it out. Okay. I'm confused already. Also, Anthony is on the line. Anthony will deliver today's listener haiku. You know, you said you had spoken to Vic, or he's. I did, yeah, yeah. Well, we texted back and forth, and he uh, he said he's uh, he's fighting. That's what we all we know about Vic. He's gonna fight, and and he gave me a uh, he gave me the two fingers and said, "Fight on, Rodney." So, not saying that Vic is a you know one side or another. He roots for both and all L.A. But when he's speaking to me, he always says, "Fight on." Yeah. Vic used to always lead the tunnel of love at the Rose Bowl for for the UCLA yeah. football game. Yes. So, you know, yes. Vic has love for both sides. He has love for both sides. But when speaking to me, it's all about fight on, Rodney. All right. And I uh, continue to communicate with Vic about sumo. And uh, I think he's, you know, I think, honest to God, I think he listens to the show. And I think he's watching the Channel 4 News, too, because he knows mm-hmm. what I have on. Oh, he's commenting on your outfit. No. The video, my outfit. It's the same thing every night now. <laughs> I just stopped caring. I got a black coat and I changed my tie. Hey, I'm a new guy. It's red tonight. It's purple tomorrow night. You know. It looks good, though, Fred. Can't go wrong. No, no. You know, if you're... It's like a fireside chat when you're on sometimes. Yeah, right. Here's the thing. <laughs> just know this. You know, if, if you're building a wardrobe out and if there's a time where you need, you know, a suit or something. Yeah. Here's all you really need. You, need, you need a blue blazer. That's it. Pair of gray slacks, kind of a pair of tan slacks, blue shirt, white shirt, three ties. Just keep mixing them up. Can't go wrong. Mix and match. Yeah. Go to the men's warehouse. They'll hook you up. And they're not even a sponsor. Or Marshalls like Rob Parker. You get all of that for like three ninety nine. That's right. And throw it away when you leave. Exactly. Right. And, and, but if Rob gets it, you know, it's four sizes too big or too small. He Absolutely. doesn't care. Absolutely, yes. It doesn't matter. He's only wearing it for 15 minutes anyway. Uh, okay, so uh, Anthony, we'll get to uh, the listener haiku here coming up in a bit. We've got some sound, Rodney, 
of uh, Chip Kelly and Lincoln Riley talking about the rivalry. Now, Chip Kelly understands, because Chip Kelly has been here, this is Lincoln Riley's first go-around. So, Kevin, who do we want to start with, Chip Kelly? Yeah, let's start with Chip. Okay. When he was asked about uh, the rivalry and what he thinks and how important it is. If this was against your crosstown rivalry, how will you... It's the same. Is it really? Yeah, yeah it has to be. You know, I, I don't think you can make the game bigger than it is, and I don't think you can get any bigger than it is. Um, you know, the, the familiarity is the unique thing about this game, and what I think separates this game from everybody else is the proximities of the two schools. You know, sometimes you have a rival, but it's a, it's from another state, you know, Texas versus Oklahoma. Um, you know, those are the, the two entirely different states. You know, you got two teams that are, that are housed in the same city. So, um, and there's a bunch of kids on our team that played with kids on their team in high school. So, you know, that part is, is, uh, is the fun part. You know, you get to go up against, it's kind of like getting in a fight with your brother. You know, you, you, know, you, you, you respect him, but you, you know you're going to give him your best. And so that's what, you know, our, our focus and attention on is just having a really, really good Monday. Um, we know we play well on Saturdays when we practice well during the week, and that's kind of always been the process. So we're going to stick to the process as we get ready for this one. And apparently there was a piece of heavy machinery backing up mm-hmm, in the background. Mm-hmm. A lot of always, always things happening over on the UCLA campus there, Fred. Was oh, that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> can't stop. Uh, I think Chip Kelly gets it. I think he sums up pretty well. You do? Don't you? Well, it, it's, it's very interesting that he started out saying it's just another game, right? Um. But then he went into detail how it's not just another game and how unique it is about the kids from high school playing with each other and, you know, in the same proximity in the city. And normally you see schools from different states like Texas, Oklahoma or Michigan, Ohio State. And But here you have it in, in the city. So I, I thought it was strange that he would start with another game, just another game. You got to treat it just like another game, but then got in specifics of why it's unique. Well, probably he started that well. I don't know why. He's not telling me, but I mean, I would think he doesn't want his guys to sit here and freak out playing in this massive game. Just, you know, keep your head on straight. Be focused. But he wasn't talking to his guys. Yeah, but he knows his guys will hear about it. Just like we heard about DTR's tweet. Oh, yeah. All right, so that was Chip Kelly's perception. Now let's listen to the perception of Lincoln Riley. We're not doing anything, honestly, too specific with this rivalry. I mean, we've, and, and not to discount it in any way, I mean, I think we, we've acknowledged that this game in some ways is going to feel different, right? We've acknowledged that it is a rivalry game. There's a lot of history behind it. It's going to be a great game to play in. But past that, I think we're really zeroed in on what we believe is going to help us play well, and uh, that's that's where our focus is going to be. So uh, staff members, I mean, God, I mean, I, other than what both teams wearing home jerseys, I don't know if there's a whole lot different, to be honest. And, Robert, and they're awesome. I mean, they're one of the best parts about our job is getting to coach in these, but you know, our focus is getting these guys ready to play. Yeah. Getting them ready to play. Kind of similar, right? Trying to downplay, you know, this, and I think it is for the kids probably, that it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, don't get overhyped for the game. Do it's not job. the end of the world kind of game. Yeah, well, yeah. not necessarily not in the world, but just don't treat it like like something you've never seen before. This is you, you still got to line up and play against that that team. Don't make them out to be more than what they are. It's um, it's interesting because it's very similar from both coaches. The way they they said, "Look, uh, we're going to prepare. We're not going to do anything different in terms of how we prepare for this team because it's UCLA. We're just going to prepare like we do." Each and every week, Monday practice is going to be Monday. Wednesday practice is going to be like a Wednesday practice, and we'll get ready to play. I, I What he also said was that 
we did talk about the the importance of this rivalry. Right. He did mention that. So I think it's important because um, during my time there, uh, it was known and people let you know that this was a big week. This was a special week. So it's different approaches, I think, with different coaches, different teams. Because I know when I was there, and I talked to some other guys that were they when they were there, uh, especially during the the, the the Pete Carroll 2000, mid early 2000 days, it was something that you did talk about. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And when I was there, it was something that you did talk about. Like this, this is a special week. It's UCLA week. It's not. It's not any other week. This is UCLA week, and it's big. J. Rob was known for his speeches. What oh, yeah. did he tell you guys during this week? Was it the same thing that Lincoln Riley is saying, or was it like uh, closer oh, no, to your no. Every, closer you know, to your Ray Rose experience? Then Ted Toner, then then uh, Larry Smith, all of them were like, "This is this is different. This is bragging rights for the city." They they pumped it up as this is a big week. This is a big game. You own the city. You win this game. So that that was that was the approach. And I don't know if it's because those guys. You know, kind of grew up in the rivalry. They've been there for so long. Well, Larry Smith didn't really grow up in it, but he was in the pack, so he understood it. But I think coming here for the first time, I think after this year, having played uh, after this year for Lincoln Riley playing UCLA and playing Notre Dame, he will completely understand the difference between playing UCLA than than uh, than any other school because he's going to feel it, and he's starting to feel it now, I'm sure. And um, you know. Chip Kelly, I think, is is starting to understand it too. But it's different. It's different. I know they got to say what they got to say, as you mentioned, because coaches, players are going to hear what the coaches say, so they got to do it. Back when I played, there was no social media, so you, you know, you didn't, you heard only what the coaches told you in meeting rooms, not necessarily what you what you heard from social media or or even the news for that matter. Yeah, different story now. Yeah, everything you say, you have no privacy. Right. Everything is out there. Yeah. And everybody consumes it one way or another. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll try to figure out the uh, possible yeah, help me, Fred. tie breaks. Yeah, it's it's pretty confusing. So I'll I'll go through it, and then you guys can uh, basically decode it. Because that's, that's what it's. Well, Kevin's take. got the decoder ring. I don't have it. Yeah. So Kevin, get yeah. it out. Polish it. I up. do. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. We're gonna need it. Uh, all right. We talked about Vic, and uh, if you don't know, Vic is recovering from surgery, uh, and he's he's doing well. He's certainly doing better. Uh, we, he's listening to the show. He's watching TV. He is texting all of us now. So he's communicating with us. And as soon as he is strong enough to come on and talk, he's going to come on. And trust me, he's going to say thank you for all the love and support you have shown him. So every day we are doing a listener haiku to pay tribute to Vic. And uh, today, Anthony in L.A. is going to deliver the haiku. Anthony, how are you? Good afternoon, Bandana Fred. And <laughs> it's sticking. Yes. I'm going to change my Twitter <laughs> handle. I'm going to change it. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. Okay, I won't. See, I, I can All go right. either way at any moment. I can change it to Bandana Fred or not. I'll just leave it the way it is for now. Or Mean Fred. Oh, or, mean no, I'm not going to be Mean Fred. Mean Fred. Thank God that didn't that didn't stick. From Eric. Oh, Grumpy Fred. Yeah, that's what he was calling Grumpy, grumpy too. Fred, no, that yeah. didn't stick either. That's good. All right, Anthony. No, no I, call, I called you mean, Fred. But anyway, let's get off. Now, wait a uh, minute. Good afternoon. No, not now? yet. Not yet. Not yet. Before we get to your haiku, let's have a retro haiku from Vic. Yes.
Here is the end. My path has vanished into the parsley. I'm feeling you. Busan. Busan. Yeah, see, I, I don't know why he walked into parsley. That was my concern the day he did that one. You don't understand why he walked into parsley? Yeah, why, why would you go to parsley? His path had vanished. I know, but well, how did he end up in parsley? He could have just run up to the end of the road. But he was specific about the parsley. Now, what did the parsley indicate? I don't know. Anthony, do you know what the parsley meant? I have no idea. Yeah, we're with you on that. Okay. Wow. Right. Thank you. So, Anthony... Uh, have you put a lot of thought into the haiku, or are you doing it off the top of your head? This time, it was off the top of my head. Fred. Okay. All right. So, do you want to do it like we do with Vic? We'll play the music. We'll welcome you on. You want to do it like that? Uh, of course. Okay. Hit it, Ronnie. And now, with the Daily Haiku at 2, we welcome on Anthony from L.A. And, Anthony, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Anthony. Good afternoon, fight on Rodney Pete. Anthony, fight on. Good afternoon, Kevin. Anthony. And good afternoon, Ronnie. Yay, yay. <laughs> Today's haiku is dedicated to Vic the Brick Jacobs. All right. May you. Flow like the water and bend in the breeze. I'm feeling you. Solid, Anthony. Anthony. Thank you. Anthony, that was thank yours, you huh? Much. Wow. Anthony, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was impressive. Well, Anthony, in the breeze, man. Yeah. Well, it was off the top of my head. You know, someone gave me grief the last time, you know, so, you know, I thought I'd just come up with this, and since you were short on haikus, why not? All right, well, listen. You made our day. That was terrific. We appreciate you, and we appreciate you listening as always. Okay. Have a good one, fellas. You too, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Really appreciate good it. Good stuff. It's lit. Fire! Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought by our buddy Jacob and Ronnie, best attorney in town. Suffer any kind of personal injury. Don't do it yourself. If you do it yourself, you're making a mistake. Any client that represents himself as a fool, you need an attorney. And the best attorney is Jacob M. Ronnie. Accident or injury, call Jacob M. Ronnie. Call Jacob. Well, since we get accused of ball washing USC, we might as well do it even, uh, even more right now, Rodney. You see the uh, USC basketball programs, Rodney? Landing the number one women's recruit I saw, I yesterday. I did see that, yes. And today they landed the number one Men's recruit in college basketball. How what? About that? Juju Watkins, she's been the talk yes, uh, for yes. the last couple of months from Sierra Canyon. She had committed to USC yesterday. And then earlier today from Georgia, Isaiah Collier, who was uh, the top-ranked recruit in all the country, coming to Andy Infield at USC. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to keep it moving. You know, I, I know everybody got excited at, uh, excited about that loss that uh, USC had at the beginning of the season. But Andy Infield, we don't talk about him enough. And I know when it comes to basketball, everybody wants to talk UCLA in this town. But Andy Enfield's done a fantastic job. And you talk about recruiting, he's done a great job. Man, that is a big win for both USC men's and women's basketball. Go ahead, Trojans. Fight on, Fred! 
Fight on, baby! Let's go! You want to wash up Andy Infield like you wash up Lincoln Riley, Fred? Uh, you're no. a USC ball washer? No, I'm not any of those. <laughs> and I'll say this. Andy Enfield is a terrific coach. That's not washing yes. anything. That He's good. And he's really put that program into a position of prominence now. Stability. 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 Yeah. And the other reason they were able to get this kid from Georgia is Mick Cronin didn't want him. Okay. Really? <laughs> Just waiting really for a reaction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I just sat here and didn't yeah. look at you. And waited. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Rodney didn't even look at you. I did. Didn't, didn't even dignify that with a response. Yeah. Did you see exactly. me staring at him, though, Kevin? I did. Like, give him the side eye. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. We had Bill Plasky on uh, last hour, uh, and apparently he made some headlines. He was, you know, he's on around the horn all the time. Mm-hmm. I guess he has some inside information on the Raiders and the real reason why they won't fire Josh McDaniels. Oh, why? I don't know how inside it is, but I mean, I feel like it's well known. Well, we know the Raiders don't necessarily print money right to say the least right so he says based on people he's talked to the Raiders won't fire Josh McDaniels because they don't want they don't have enough money to pay him to go away and pay a new head coach and that's the real reason why they won't fire him do we think there's any validity to Bill Plasky's claim there I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say a bit yeah yeah I'm gonna say yeah makes sense right yeah look now, and Mark Davis is doing much better since they moved to Vegas. True. Much better. Yes. But again, it's Mark Davis, the family. It's family run. Dean Spanos, it's family run. It's not Stan Kroenke with the Walmart money and his real estate money. It's not Jerry Jones. And I'll tell you, it's, it's the Lakers. Yeah, they have money. They're rich, but not as rich as some of the people. So, Rodney, I actually, I can believe that. That maybe they just don't want to pull the trigger because they don't want to pay him off. Yeah. I, You know, you look at it, and you mentioned Stan Kroenke, Steve Ballmer, and, and, and Spanos, and Mark Davis. You know, remember when Matthew Stafford, where they were, you know, kind of trying to recruit him, and Andrew Whitworth saw him in Cabo, and then got John McVay on the phone with... Uh, and they stopped Crocky, I think, on the tarmac before he jumped on his private plane. Said, "Can we do this?" And Stan Crocky took two seconds and said, "Whatever, it's, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes." You know, I think you pose that the same thing to Mark Davis. He's got to go. Well, let's get the accounting team on the phone. Let's get the, uh, the, you know, the folks on the phone so we can see and go line by line to see if we can afford that. Yeah. You know, whereas Crocky said, "I don't care." Yeah. I got that in my, I got that in the cushion to the couch on the private plane. I mean, just go pay that off. Sean so McVay. it may not be as easy. McVay, are we going to effing do this or not? <laughs> he said, do it. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. do it. Um, so it's not as easy. So, yeah, I think there's some validity to, okay, we got to really think about how much this is going to cost us to buy him out because we don't have that laying around. Yeah. World Cup starts next week. We'll have some World Cup updates uh, every Cup. single day, so that'll be exciting. You excited about the World Cup? I am. I actually am. There's a lot of excitement about this U.S. national team. However, I think their old that their oldest player is like 25 or something. It's a very very young roster. Uh, Christian Pulisic is the face. Yeah. Is the face. I think he's 23 or 24. He plays in the Premier League. I think for Chelsea. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's excellent. Uh, yeah, he's great. So the, uh, the 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 odds, the early odds have rolled in. Hey, wait, wait, quick. Has yes. there been a an American player like uh, Pulisic that has played, has been like the star of the Premier League? 
Um, like well, Landon he is over Donovan there. played Landon for the Donovan played there, but, but he wasn't a star. He wasn't a star. He was like never a face of the friend. And I don't even know if Pulisic, which you would say, he's no, not. I don't think he he he's not Ronaldo, or you know, yeah. not you know a, a great, highly regarded international top player. He's a good player internationally. Yeah, but, but he's not looked he's upon as a, the as a star over there in the Premier League. No. I think I think he's a very good player. He's there. a good yeah. player there. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, the early odds, by the way, U.S. is uh, at some sports books 250 to one. At Caesars, 100 to one. You betting your house on that, Fred? No. No. They're, they're not going to win a world. You put Bucks, something yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, put 10 balls. Do you think they get out of the group stage? They open up Wales. against Wales, England, and Iran. Yeah. Well, I think the key will be... Don't they have a, a match against England coming up? Yeah. England, yes. Yeah. Wales, England, and Iran. That's yeah. Group B. That's their group. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it comes down to how they play against Wales and Iran. Yeah. That's what I think, because England will beat them. So yeah. I think that they need to beat Wales and Iran, and yeah, they get out of group play. Uh, I think it's great. I think Fox has done an incredible job of marketing. Yeah, everybody's going to be watching the World Cup, and yeah. uh, it, it's just a fantastic event. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to watch it here while we're out, as a matter of fact. Absolutely. Too. Yep. So uh, yeah, I, I yeah, you know what I'll say? U.S. gets out of uh, that okay. first group. Yeah, okay. the group play. Okay. I'm gonna say that. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. think they're feeling it now. I think they're feeling it for a long time. That people are feeling pretty confident about the USA. Not that they're gonna win it, but they they might have a little run here. So I'm gonna say yes too. They get out of group play, and I'm hoping they do, because they have done a great job of marketing. St. John Ham does all those commercials mm-hmm. as Santa Claus and 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 it over the holidays. So uh, hopefully they can get out of group play, but I think they will. Yeah. And that's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. Rivalry Week is here, and don't miss the action of college football at the Rose Bowl, featuring UCLA and USC this Saturday. Listen to the game on AM 1150. Kickoffs at 5. Small actions make a big impact. Learn how to conserve water at waterforla.com. We are giving away, not yet, but very soon, the tickets for the game on Saturday. We'll give you a cue to call on that. And when we come back, will USC play in the Pac-12 championship game? What can UCLA do? We've got all the tiebreak scenarios, and we're going to run them down, and Kevin's going to decode them next. Hey, it's your girl, Nina Chantel. You're listening to my homies, Fred Rogan and Rodney Feet on AM570 LA Sports, your home of the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Getting closer. I feel it, Freddie. Getting closer to Saturday. Rodney Feet, Fred Rogan. Oh, yeah. Love this week. I'm not going to downplay it, Fred. It's a big week. No, it is a big week. I love this week. I know you do. Oh, man. Come on. It's a battle for LA. A crosstown showdown between the Bruins and Trojans. Rivalry Week is presented by California Department of Healthcare Services. Find medically proven treatment options for your opioid addiction at choosechangeca.org. Barry's Tickets. Don't miss the game. Get your tickets today at barrystickets.com. California Department of Health. Don't go halfway. Stay up to date with your vaccines and boosters. Visit myturn.ca.gov for scheduling. A touchdown! All right, so here's the deal. And let's just try to work through this for everybody listening right now. Uh, UCLA's lost really hurt the Bruins over the weekend. So now let's break down who's going to play in the Pac-12 championship game and moreover, USC's road to the national playoff. Fair enough? 
Let's look at it. Yeah, let's okay. do it. So the conventional wisdom is if USC wins out, they will be in the playoff. Am I right about that? If USC wins out, they'll be in the playoffs because, they, yes, I, I think so. You yeah. don't think so? I don't know. I think so. You have an undefeated TCU. We can argue whether or not they're a better team or not, but it's a Power 5 conference, and they could potentially be unbeaten. They're not, if, they're, if they're undefeated, they're not getting moved out. I wouldn't think so. They're not getting moved out. It'd be down. very no. difficult to move them down. Okay. They play in a Big 12 championship game against two. I'd have to check on that. It's whoever the, they, They're just like be, the Pac-12. Right. Whoever has the second-best record in the conference. So who does that? Uh, is it Oklahoma State? No, Oklahoma State fell. Kansas Oklahoma State has fell off. Kansas, Kansas State's having a great year. Kansas but State I think they have three a... losses now, I believe. Or maybe I'll pull Baylor. it back up. I don't know. Baylor's fallen off after a hot Fallin start, off. too. Mm. Who knows who it is? So right now it looks like it's yeah. Kansas State is 7-3. and three. So and they, they are, they're the next highest-ranked uh, Big 12 team. Right, so, so that's an easy road for them to get to stay undefeated. Josh yes. Rogan goes to Kansas they State. Stay, they stay undefeated. I'm going to Kansas State. Okay. Josh Rogan goes there. That's right. Yeah, let's stay undefeated. The the Michigan-Ohio State, depending on how that game goes, like if it's a close game, it's a one-point, two-point game, and say Michigan wins or Ohio State wins, yeah, I don't know if they drop too far out. That's the hard part, too, the potential that whoever loses that game could potentially still stay in there and just fall to number four because right now they're two and three. Because Tennessee doesn't have to do anything else, right? No. So Tennessee is not going to play in the title game in the SEC because they lost to Georgia, who's in their same division. So Georgia's going to go there. And LSU has already clinched uh, the West. LSU is an interesting one for a lot of people, too, because even though they have two losses – some are saying if you found a way to beat you beat Alabama already, if you beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, some people think that they could be the first two loss team to make it and still make it in over a one loss Ohio State or Michigan or a one loss USC. Whether that's fair or not, we can debate. But they they would yeah. get a lot of uh, points in their column if they can knock off Georgia in the SEC and right title now, game in Atlanta. LSU is sixth, right? LSU is currently number six, one spot right above USC. Above USC. So if they Win the SEC title, it's hard for them to move out. Right. Because right. you'll be asking USC to jump them. Right yeah. now, the committee has them above USC right. as it is. Right. Yeah, so that won't happen. So that's hard. That's so that. USC would need a little bit of, to win out and probably get a little help. Okay, so now let's look at playing for the Pac-12 championship. Let's figure that out. Look at the standings now. SC is 7-1, and one, Oregon 6-1, and one, Utah 6-1, and one, UCLA 5-2, and two, Washington 5-2. And, and those are the only teams that can win, those five. Correct. There's only... Wait, say that again? UC, USC, UCLA, yep. Washington, Oregon. Right. And Utah. And Utah. Those and are the Utah. five teams that can uh, win Go. the Pac-12. Okay. okay. So they got to figure out who would play in the Pac-12 championship game. Okay. There Start are two- by if USC wins. Well, if you if USC wins, it makes it easy. If well, USC no, wins in. this weekend, they're in, I believe. Yeah, right. They clinch. That's what I'm saying. Because their last yeah. game is Notre Dame. That's non-conference. Right. So right. USC so they just win. has to win to get. They in. win, they're in. Right. Right. And uh, if or well, now how did Oregon do? Who they play? That's the question. All right. Um, Oregon. I don't know. They play Oregon. Do they play Oregon tell. State? I can't. They tell play Oregon play. State in two, uh, State in two weeks, I believe. Right. So they right. still have to win that game. Correct. They play Utah this weekend. Okay. So Oregon, Utah. Oregon, Utah. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon Utah. Utah would decide it. Okay. So if either one of those teams win, the other it would out. be USC and, yeah, whoever won. Whoever lost that game's out. Right. And whoever won. Say Oregon wins. Then be USC, Oregon. But Oregon still got to play Oregon State. Oh, that's right. They've got another conference game. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to try to explain this to you. <laughs> Come on, Fred. I mean, well, it's it's so confusing. If two teams are tied for first place, both teams take part in the championship game, and the winner of the head-to-head will be the number one seed. If there is not a tie for first place, but two teams are tied for second place, the two-team tiebreaker policy will apply, and the winner will be the number two seed. If no game is played between the two tied teams or that game ends at a tie, the following tie-breaking procedure shall be applied. Win percentage against the next highest-placed common opponent in the standings based on record in all games played within the conference, proceeding through the standings. When arriving at another group of tied teams, while comparing records, use each team's win percentage against the collective tied teams as a group, rather than the performance against individual tied teams. Three, win percentage against all common conference opponents. Four, combined win percentage in conference games of conference opponents. Five, total number of wins in a 12-game season. The following conditions will apply to the calculation of the total number of wins. Only one win against a team from the NCAA football championship subdivision or lower division will be counted annually. And, if that's not enough, the highest ranking by SportsSource Analytics following the last weekend of regular season games. And if that doesn't work, it's a coin toss. What, yeah. what did all that mean? What did it mean? What did all that mean? It means I hope there's not a tie. Well, yeah, that? thank I hope you. there's not a tie. Because <laughs> it would be a coin toss. Yeah. Well, we know, we know we can. Okay, so say UCLA wins. Okay. What does that do? If Because UC- that, that confuses even more if UCLA wins. All right, if UCLA wins. Because you got two loss UCLA. And two loss USC. And two loss Oregon. And two loss Oregon. Well, according to, oh my God, according you, to this. I think I have this. So UCLA would need to beat USC and Cal because that's their final opponent. Right. Okay. They would need Washington to lose to either Colorado or Washington State. Okay. Because they play those at yeah. the end. Yeah. So those, so they, they basically would need Washington to get an additional loss. If they beat USC. If they beat USC and Cal. UCLA has to win out. And they need uh, Washington to lose one of their last, one of their final two games. Is there any way possible? What about Utah? Yeah, I was going to say, is there any way possible that neither USC or UCLA yeah. play in the championship? Game? Yeah, USC loses. Yeah. USC UCLA wins, and then they lose to Cal or somebody like that, and or yeah. at the end of the season. But even or if, Utah wins out, right? UCLA loses and and Utah wins out, right? Yeah, I think that I think that would uh that would be it too. But I'm saying Utah beats Oregon and Washington wins out. Okay, then, then it's Oregon. I mean, then it's Utah and Washington in it. Even if UCLA won out, yeah, they need help. So both of the local teams, even though they've had a magnificent season, could be out. Yes, correct. Wow, With two losses. You know that loss against Arizona. Yeah, killed them. That killed that killed them. That's crazy. The whole season yeah. they played so well. Because this this should be for either one. Well, UCLA has another game, but for both teams, it should be the winner goes to the championship game. Right. Yeah. Right. But then the problem is, you know, Washington, Utah, and Oregon have all had good years. If well, you, the, yes. If you consider it to be a problem too, because they just started it this year. If you didn't have, if you still had divisions, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. No. Because if you have the Pac-12 South, it'd be SC and UCLA down there. But now that the bet the two best teams at the top of the conference play in the championship game, that changes everything. Do you guys prefer it this if way? If it was the other way, well, who do who do Utah used to lose to? UCLA and who? 
Uh, Utah lost, uh, well, early in the season they lost at Florida, but like, their only conference loss was against UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. So they would win the South. Correct, yes. Right? Yeah. So it wouldn't be USC. Right. But, you know, I, Kevin, you asked the question. I have to tell you, I like this better. Oh, I agree. Let's have the top two teams go yeah. in there and battle it out. Yeah. Let's say, you know, the South, because, you know, if one of the divisions has a bad year. Yeah, because it, it was not too long ago where UCLA, I believe, played in the in the championship against Oregon. UCLA had like two or three losses. Well, that's because that was the year that USC went undefeated, but because of the sanctions, they weren't bowl eligible. Ah, I remember that's that vividly. Because okay. Rick Neuheisel got fired, yeah. but still coached the game. Coached the, it was like yeah, the most awkward thing ever. Game. I remember that. Yeah. That may have been the first or second Pac-12 title yeah. game ever. And they played it at Oregon, It was too, at right? Oregon, yeah. yeah they, 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 they played at a neutral site. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like it this way, but boy, there's a lot on the line this weekend. Especially yeah. for USC. Lincoln Riley's first year. Everybody's yeah. so excited about the Trojans. But what happens, yeah, if uh, USC wins out and Utah wins out? Are we going to see USC-Utah again? We, If Utah finished second, yes, we would. And they, they have a rematch in the title game at that yeah. right? Yeah. Right. We see him again. Because where's Washington? Washington got two losses? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, boy, it's going to be a big weekend. Rivalry Week is presented by LA's favorite original Tommy's world famous hamburgers and chili cheese fries. Served with Tommy's special recipe, all beef chili. And LA County Public Works. Small actions make a big impact. Learn how to conserve water at waterforla.com. All right, well, the season of giving is back in AM570 LA Sports and the Justin Turner Foundation committed to helping our community. Make a difference today. Go to dreamcenter.org slash donate now for details. You can help families for Thanksgiving. All proceeds benefit Dream Center LA. All right, we've got to give away tickets to the game Saturday. Rodney, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. 866-987-2570. What lucky caller number is going to the game lucky of the year? Lucky number eight, Fred. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570 LA Sports. Kirk in East LA, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good man, how are you? Yeah. I'm good. I'm great now. Congratulations. You're going to the game. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Go boom, baby. Oh, Rodney? What? We want me to answer to go Bruins? Yeah. I answer to go, go Bruins. Fight on, baby. Fight on. Go Trojans. <laughs> uh, I appreciate uh, the love, though, the passion. I like it. I like it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good game. Good game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kirk, we appreciate you listening to the show, being a part of the family. It's the AM 570 LA Sports season of giving. And we're glad we gave you those tickets, all right? Yeah, I, last time I seen you guys in the Dodger suite when I was there at the game. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Well, keep listening. Yeah. Good things happen for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. All right. Be good. Be safe. And that's it. Oh, Glad yeah. Kirk's going. Ronnie, thank you. Great day. Kevin, outstanding work as always. 
Rodney, we're back at it tomorrow. Oh, we got David Vassay tomorrow for an hour starting at 1. Dodger, Dodger stove? Yep. Baseball stove? Yep. Hot stove? We'll be, it'll be sizzling. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost in the dark? Hard part about it, brother got smoked by a fiend. Turn floss on him, blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, court cases keep him guessing. Bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the bin. Making money over cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night, down sunset, like in the scene. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, To live and die in LA.